Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles, Jordan. Brisk? No, it isn't. It's not brisk. Yeah? What are you talking about, brisk? I had a little walk today. I thought it was pretty brisk. It's toasty. Hmm. We need a tiebreaker on this yeah, one. Yeah, let's... Let's bring our guest Yeah, on and then he can say whether he thinks it's brisk or toasty. This is the kind of thing... This is that the can kind of thing tear that can, apart a working relationship. This could rend us asunder. Yeah, the two of us have been working together now for thirteen years. Yeah, I don't think it can withstand the weight. This could be of this massive argument. Well, look, you and I, you and I, most of that thirteen years, we've been working together on this show. Mm-hmm. And what's the premise of this show? At the top of the program, we tell people what the weather's like. <laughs> then some other things happen. If and we then can't the show's agree over. on the basic yeah. premise of the program, it's like, it's like, you know, Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann are hosting Sports Center together, and Dan Patrick wants to do it about sports, and Keith Olbermann wants to do it about, you know, Bill O'Reilly. It's a fundamental disagreement in point of view. Yeah. Well, let's 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 nail this down. Okay. Then we'll see if we can continue, although this might be the last episode of the podcast ever. We'll just release this fragment. Our guest our guest on the program this week, who frankly whose job depends mm-hmm. on not just his performance on the show overall. But his answer to this question. Um, is our producer, Sonny D, Brian Fernandez. Hi, Brian. Hey, guys. How's it going, pal? Oh, it's great. How does it feel to be behind a microphone instead of behind a mixing console? It Honestly, it feels fantastic. I know that You've my intonation... You've got a nice voice for it. <laughs> I know that my intonation suggested that I was going to say instead of in front of a microphone, but I realized that being behind a microphone and in front of a microphone are sort of the same thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. So sure. I switched to a mixing <laughs> console, but it messed up the intonation in the beginning of my sentence. Anyway, everyone's yeah. on Tinder hooks here. Uh-huh. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a uh, dating app for pirates. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, what do you think? Brisk or a little toasty? Uh, it, you know, this is, this is a tough question. I mean, it's a question that uh, it's, philosophers it's have been asking people for <laughs> yeah. centuries. Sure. Uh, I think I think in the morning it was a little a little brisk. I think maybe now it's a little more toasty. Yeah, I so think that's fair. I'm gonna go right in the, right down the middle. Can I? Can Nothing I, has been solved. Yep, <laughs> nope. Can I suggest one other thing? Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just by way of compromise, just in the spirit of compromise. If Ban Ki Moon were here right now, <laughs> he would ask us to compromise. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it was a little toastier. Mm-hmm. In East Los Angeles. Could be. Than oh, it was sure. in West Hollywood where you live. Sure. Maybe getting a little bit of a residual ocean breeze. Yeah. Although you now live in central Los Angeles. So maybe my theory is all destroyed. <laughs> oh, boy. You were being nice that I said you, you used to live in West Hollywood. Now mm-hmm. you live in central LA. Yeah. I'm going to rip this weather well, report in half and give one to each of you. This whole, thing's, <laughs> this whole thing's pretty fucked up. But the good news is you can go to that dollar movie theater whenever you want. Oh, that dollar movie theater closed down. Oh, yeah. It burnt, it, there was a fire. That dollar movie theater has been closed for a while. Why do I even talk? Why do I even bother <laughs> thinking about things and saying them out loud? There's, I have a couple. I could go to Cinefamily mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. That's, that's walking distance. I could go to the new Bev if I wanted to. That's, sure. a, that's a $5 situation. Nice repertory movie theater. You know, so, you know, there's options. There's a jar store. There's a store that sells a lot of Yeah, that a says lot of just jar. like bulk 
bulk items for restaurants. Yeah. Like if you need a lot of carafes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like if you needed 30 carafes, I would know just a the lot place. Of Are you plates? complaining about living near a restaurant supply store? Like that's no. one of the best no. stores you can <laughs> I mean, it by. does attract a certain element that I'm not nuts about. An elderly Chinese woman? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm worried that they have powers. Or a professional chef. I think those are the two groups of people. In yeah. some cases, they're the same person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, the, you, know when, you know when I got to go to the uh, restaurant supply store was when I was preparing for my wedding. Oh, what did you get in, in bulk there? Carafes. Cara- okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, I what, got a bunch of What ended of up going in those carafes? Candy. Oh, cool. <laughs> I... Because even better than going to, and I really did enjoy going to the restaurant supply mm-hmm. store, even better than going to the restaurant supply store. And I went to one on the fringes of Los Angeles. I can't remember where. It's near, it was near this uh, outlet mall here in Los Angeles called the Citadel. Oh, oh sure. The, the, ancient, Citadel. the ancient Babylon themed uh, outlet mall. I've sat in a lot of traffic outside the Citadel. Yeah, I've never been in. I've never breached the walls. Yeah, no. <laughs> But nearby, there's not the only... hanging gardens are lovely. There, yes, that's true. There. Oh, I mean the Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> hanging gardens. Yeah. There's not only a restaurant <laughs> supply store neighborhood mm-hmm. near there. This is what's magical about Los Angeles. You know, in in New York City, there's plenty of restaurant supply stores. But is there an entire city dedicated to restaurant <laughs> supply stores? I was uh, I was downtown not too long ago and stumbled upon the Bong District. <laughs> yes, that is an <laughs> absolute real block that just has like bulk bongs that you can buy for your head shop. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, then there's like a bin of porno movies in each one. <laughs> in addition to in addition to the restaurant supply store where I went to buy, I bought scoops, I bought uh, bins, mm-hmm. I bought carafes. And I brought some tablecloths. I also got to go to the candy store, hmm. the wholesale oh, candy store. Sure. Oh, sure. wow. Because the one thing, my, my wife said that I could be in charge <laughs> of, my then fiance said that I could be in charge of the candy, which was a big success at my yeah. wedding. I, Brian, you weren't at my wedding, sure, but I think, no. I'm sure you remember this. Oh, we all still talk about the candies. Yeah. I've heard people talk about the candies. So I got to go, I got to pull my- When I get together with- Jim and Gene and all the other dudes who were at your wedding were like, man, remember those Whoppers? Yeah. So I don't know if you had Whoppers. I've honestly forgotten all the candy. I did not have Whoppers. Okay. That would that would have been stupid. Yeah, you're right. You don't like a malt-based candy? I quit. <laughs> the podcast? Oh, the wow. The has been rent asunder. Well, we're done. You, there was, Over Whoppers and weather. just barely tied it back together, and you just destroyed it. By suggesting that you would have Whoppers at your wedding? I like Whoppers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to take a strong position. If I had Whoppers... You understand I, what makes good radio. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. If I had Whoppers, I wouldn't share them. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That was your main problem. Suggesting sure. that you would put out the Whoppers. Here's the thing. When you go to the bulk candy store, mm-hmm. it is just a warehouse full of candy... And there are people fulfilling real warehouse-type orders with forklifts and shit. Sure. But there's also one woman who will just sell you the candy. (laughs) So you just get up like a roller pallet, Mm -hmm. and you just go through and pull cases of candy (laughs) off the shelves yourself, and you can buy as many as you want, and it's fucking the greatest. I'm always wondering if if I went into this restaurant supply store that's near my house... 
could I just buy a teapot and a serving dish or do I need to buy 30 things? Oh, you could absolutely just buy it. That's what's so great about <laughs> restaurant supply stores. Restaurant supply stores are one of the only truly wholesale to the public businesses. Like you really can go into a restaurant supply store and buy a spoon or you can buy a thousand spoons. Wow, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. Buying, shopping wholesale as just a person is like the most fun thing you can do. I love going. I away at one point. I went downtown Los Angeles. Is a home g- of the scenic bong district. <laughs> yes, is a pretty physically large part of mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and it has, as you mentioned, with the bong district, tons of three, four block areas that only sell one type of thing. And you know, there's a toy district, there's a flower district, there's a fashion district, there's a fabric district. Um, there's even a place where you can buy. Um, store fixtures. Mm-hmm. And I went to the store fixture district <laughs> to buy stuff to construct to because I, we, we lived in an apartment that didn't have enough closets. And so fucking fun. Going in there, you can buy a mannequin. If you want a mannequin, you can just sure. go buy one. Anything that is in a store, you can just buy it and have it for yourself. <laughs> There's also a, just in that in those various districts. There's also usually a pretty good taco cart situation going on. Oh, absolutely! You know what else there is? I'll tell you what else there is. <laughs> um, sometimes I'll go to the fabric district because here in Los Angeles, there's a fabric shop called B Black and Sons. It's been there since the 1880s. Uh, it's one of the only like men's fabric stores on the West Coast, <laughs> and um, a really cool store. Outside of it one time, uh, there were two people with stands, like uh, like card tables, mm-hmm. you know, on the sidewalk. One of them was selling baby turtles <laughs> in a little tiny... You know what I'm talking about with like a little tiny uh, palm tree? Sure. Yeah, they're in a little plastic... Yeah. Yeah. Like green, like a green or blue plastic bin. As though it was 1958. Mm-hmm. Like no, dis- like, <laughs> like, huh? That You're not supposed to be able to do sure. that. Uh, this probably has a disease. Turtles ha- turtles are disease ridden, right? I'm almost certain they oh, are. Yeah. I, not I, to mention tiny plastic palm trees. Yeah. Well, <laughs> where have those things been? Man, Up I have. A butt, probably. I, I have eaten a lot. I think they're safe. I've eaten a lot of tiny plastic coconuts mm. out of tiny plastic palm trees. But you've not eaten the. The tree itself. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But the fruit of the tree, I've considered. Yeah. Well, I mean, the water's so good for hydrating. Yeah, and that's the good kind of trans fats, I think. Yeah. So Let's ask Rihanna. So (laughs) number one, there was tiny turtles for sale. Mm -hmm. Number two, a guy playing, a guy dealing three-card Monty. (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that that's, yeah. that's maybe, real? Maybe that's just part of the general old time district. Yeah. What? There's a guy selling, you know, tonics. Like, is the like who sees a three card Monty <laughs> game? I can I and thinks they can beat the system. And thinks they can beat it. Are you playing to win a turtle? No. Are these separate oh. these are separate guys. There's cash money on the table. It's okay. two different guys. Can you but you can you can take your Monty money and put it right into a turtle. <laughs> they prefer if you don't. Hmm. They prefer you double down. Okay. Then how many turtles do you win? But they do accept <laughs> bets in turtles. <laughs> so if you put down three turtles, you could potentially win six Ooh. turtles. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> six if you're lucky, jackpot. he might give you three to one. <laughs> then you got nine turtles. Yeah. Swap them all for a salamander at the end. But, I mean, but do you understand what I'm saying? Three-card Monty is the... 
it, it, it's it, synonymous with scam. Mm-hmm. Yes, it yeah. is the it is the very de- it is the apotheosis of scam. It's the definition of scam. Mm-hmm. It's the exemplar. It's the shining city on <laughs> Scam Hill. <laughs> At that point, you're just paying to have a story that I got scammed. Yes, just... yes, exactly. If you feel like you haven't been scammed in a while, or yeah. maybe just just people who are like. I'm so tired of all these digital scams yeah. with Nigerian princes and dick pills. I want a, I want an analog, real scam. It's with a warmer texture, scam. a yeah. warmer textured scam. Yeah, maybe that's just it. It was just, it's like a, it's just kind of a throwback. It's a nostalgic kind of. I I don't mean to characterize the people who were engaged in this activity or the artist himself, mm-hmm. but I would. It's say, good that you consider him an artist. <laughs> I would say that um, they're probably people with less experience with the first world. Mm-hmm. But it makes me wonder if the third world is has our leftover scams, <laughs> like scams, oh. like in the same way that you hear about, you know, bushels of old like 1992 NBA championship Mm t-shirts going to Africa if we're sending them our scams and flams (laughs) so do you think from the 1930s and 40s so do you think somewhere in a you know somewhere in a second world country you know someone's building a fake casino just because no one's ever seen the sting yes exactly (laughs) there's just old wooden carts that sell snake oil yeah Yeah. I think that is that may be going on right now in I don't know Argentina (laughs) second world country Argentina right I don't know anyway I the point of the point of this story (laughs) is that there's almost no doubt in my mind that downtown Los Angeles is the best thing about Los Angeles, uh, except for the people that live there uh, uh, who are mooks who live in lofts. <laughs> um, Loft mook? All of, the com- all of the commercial parts of downtown Los <laughs> Angeles are fucking amazing. From the polyester fabric vendors to the tiny turtles to, frankly, the three-card money guy. Yeah. Why not? Way to go, three-card money guy. Yeah, nice work. You're, making a, making a, you're, you have, you're honing a skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a craftsman. Sure, he's artisanal. Yeah, I say let's. I think we. If it's a we, small batch scam. If yeah. we had, <laughs> if we had a three card money truck, we could take it up to Portland. Oh make yeah, sure. I love it there. Those guys haven't heard park any. it out. Park it outside uh, ground control. Those guys don't know anything about scams. They're too busy. They've never heard about any of these scams. They've been listening to Blitz and Trapper. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to be fair, they do have a lot of songs about scams. And that's true. Sure. There's so, scam band. Maybe. <laughs> scam scam <band>. core. <laughs> scam core. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting pretty into scam bands. Like, <laughs> big fan. I go to the festivals. Like, my friend just, my friend follows Blitz and Trapper around on tour. And I went to a couple shows. I had a really good time. There's sort of a party vibe. I lost Money's, my life savings. <laughs> Money's changing hands. You pay for a t-shirt. They tell you they'll send it. They'll send it. Yeah. And then they and never you, send it. Do you think our friend Phil Elverham from Mount Erie, <laughs> do you think he's a scam band artist? <laughs> well, Wadlord. Yeah, what do you think Wadlord is? is? Wadlord's basically a scam, right? Yeah. Oh, we're having fun, guys. (laughs) Sure. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, guys, this is Kimberly Clark, and you need to just calm your little self down and get under the goose down with me and Jasper Red. You can catch us on MaximumFun.org 
or you can hear us on iTunes. And no farting under the covers either. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Fernandez, Sunny D. Great to have you on the show, Sunny D. I'm so happy to be in the booth. It's nice and hot in here. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's warm. It's a it's a nice combination of entertainment and schwitz. Mm-hmm. Sort of a, a sauna sauna type situation. Sa- sauna. 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 It's a saunatainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brian. I don't know if you do. You remember? Do you remember when Brian was our intern, Jordan? I don't really. George, Brian was our intern when... I'll be perfectly honest with you, Jesse. <laughs> I don't remember that. That was when we were still in Koreatown, right? Yeah, that was down... I used to ride my bike uh, down to to where your house was. In fact, that's how I, I decided to start interning was I was listening to the shows and I thought, oh, this is close. I could ride my bike there. Brian applied for the internship and that term... We get a lot more. <laughs> we get a lot more applications during the summer than we do during the fall and uh, spring. It was either the fall or the spring. I don't remember. And um, spring. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, I got got a little bit of the hiccups there hmm. from the sprite I'm drinking. So, Brian Fernandez, you drinking sprite right now? Yeah, drinking sprite in booth. Yeah, I'm, I got some <laughs> it's in an booth, booth sprite. sprite. Hmm. IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just drinking a glass of diarrhea? (laughs) Okay. Um, So Brian Fernandez was one of a couple of applicants, and the other applicants... Hold on, real quick. Does it seem like people don't literally talk about Sprite that much anymore? Yeah, well, since Grant Hill retired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like like the Sprite commercials always were such trend-setting commercials. But can can you name a sprite? What's a modern well, the, sprite commercial? I think the story is mm-hmm. if you want to know a sincere answer to this, and I'm sure that's why you asked. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Is it long? I, uh-huh. I think it's because uh, Sprite invented the idea of connecting a product to hip hop culture, sure, and that idea is no longer a fresh idea. Mm. Mm. So they just don't know what to do, right? So what happens is a lot of times, so like somebody involved in Sprite or whatever will say to someone they know, "Ayo." What's that in your hand? And then the person will fail to say an S to the P R I T E can. <laughs> what Sprite should do to keep it fresh is have like a spokesperson, like a like a hyper masculine spokesperson doing a commercial that's one long take Ooh, and he just does good. a bunch of crazy stuff. That's good. You know what? That's and a really it's just super idea. random. It's super random. It's just really random. It's just like what? You're like, what? How random. He's talking right at camera. Yeah. And then at the end, a Sprite logo. That sounds fun. This is a good it's idea. Super this random. Is great. So random. Brian Fernandez was one of only a couple of applicants, <laughs> and I remember that we did not like the other applicants, and we did like Brian. <laughs> but honestly, we were concerned about Brian mm-hmm. because we were concerned that he was honestly. We we're concerned he was a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> what about Brian? What about a a young Brian Fernandez said doofus? Well, I mean, he was he was uh, nervous in his interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a little doofy just in day-to-day life. Uh-huh. I mean, now, let's be clear. Brian's a handsome man. Sure. <laughs> he's a bright man. Yeah. Uh, he's a genial man. Sure. But all of those a ta- things. A talented guy. Plus nervousness mm-hmm. and a broad smile and an easy laugh mm-hmm. could be mistaken for doofiness. Yeah. Mm. So we, Teresa and I, Teresa and I talked this over. Mm-hmm. 
And we said, this guy seems like a really nice guy, but what if he's a total doofus? What were you, what was the, I mean, hiring a doofus? I mean, I guess I can think of a couple of things, but did you have any specific concerns, R.E., having a doofus in the office? Yeah, that he would doof something up. Yeah. Like you would ask him to carry, you know, a wedding cake. Yes. Yeah. Up exactly. a couple of flights of yeah. stairs. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, let's... I don't know if I could pull that off right. to this yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you would have him, you know, like cater one of the fancy parties that you guys were always throwing, and he might, you know, accidentally insult an old woman with opera glasses. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking of a stooge. Uh, 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 right. Sure. Drop but a piano on myself. Similar, similar concerns, only involving vital pieces of our business. Sure. So we had this meeting with Brian. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what we said in the meeting. And we're just like, well, we're just we're just going to have to have a real meeting with Brian about this. <laughs> and so we just sat down with him and we just we literally had a meeting where we said, Brian, we want to hire you, mm-hmm. but you can't be a fuck up. <laughs> so if you're a fuck up or a doof. Tell us now. Tell yep. us now. Yep. So that we don't both have to go through that. <laughs> right? That's about yeah, what we said. That's about that right. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. asking, that's asking a lot of self-awareness from a potential fuck up. Yeah, I know. But we, we thought if, if he's going to be a fuck up, we can, we'll be able to see it in his eyes. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But I think he was still, he was still a little corn pone. Sure. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Mildly corn pone. I was in my Santa Cruz phase. You know, I was it was in Santa Cruz, and so I was still in a, a college, you know, vibe yeah. mindset. I had a chill vibe. You had a yeah. super. Not even Santa Cruz. The hills outside Santa yeah. Cruz. Yeah. What Scott's was it? Valley. Felton. Yeah. Scott's, Scott's Valley. Valley. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like my, suburbs of Santa Cruz. Mountain, <laughs> mountain, mountain lands where weird mountain people live. Oh man. Belton is a pl- is oh right. It's quite a place. Yeah. Is that where you would go to get off the grid if you needed to? Yeah, that's okay. that's about where. You'd if go. one needed to get yeah, off the you'd grid, you'd go into Felton or Ben Lomond or something sure. like that. Yeah, places where you that are only accessible by uh, Santa Cruz Metro bus. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the only way to get there. The roads are yep. impassable except by city bus. Santa Claus Lane is right around there. Like a two-hour city bus ride. <laughs> <laughs> but it also had rich people who would commute over into San Jose. Right. All mm. the rich uh, Silicon Valley people would, would live there because it was up the hill, you know, up oh, outside yeah. of Santa Cruz. Away from all the, that riffraff, that Santa Cruz riffraff. Yep, that Santa Cruz riffraff. My sister uh, uh, also went to school there, and she nannied for uh, the kicker for the Niners who lived, <laughs> who lived in Scotts Valley. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so Brian, Brian was, a, was a wonderful intern. Mm-hmm. He totally delivered. Brian said, I, I, I get it. Because the thing was, at the time, it was just me and Teresa, and it was mostly just me. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody was a fuck-up, it really fucked things up. Brian, what yeah. were you doing for a job at this point? Were you, were was, you like, PAing or anything like that, or were no, you barista I, I had just moved here, so I was, uh, I, I was graphic design. I was just doing graphic design. Oh, okay. Um, so I, had, I, had, I was just doing that freelance. Um, so I had time. That's the thing. I had I had time in the day, and I was I thought, well, before I got into the PA world mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And you were like, right? You were like riding your bike to our office in Koreatown from Hollywood or something. Yeah, like that, right? yeah. So I was riding my bike down, uh, and uh, of which one day I fell. I couldn't come in. This proved the doof. Actually, I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Do the doof. That's what I. The exception that proves the doof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I couldn't come in because I fell and hit my head real hard. I 
I remember calling and like Teresa being like, no, 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 don't come in. It'll be fine. It's going to be okay. Uh, you know, and I was like, I just, I think I might have a concussion. You called and you said, hello, this is, uh, I think, President Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Anyway, I just oh. called to say me love you long time. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, I was riding my bike, but that, the story behind that bike, right before I got that job, uh, I did this uh, crazy thing where I, I didn't have a car. And so I, was, I, was, uh, I, had a, I got a big graphic design job, and I had to go fax something to a FedEx. We should uh, explain. This, a, this is a, like 1991. Yeah, this is 1991, 92. You know, I, uh, right by a three-card money table. Right. You know, that's what I <laughs> Uh, I uh, so I had to go fax something at the the FedEx Kinkos, and I borrowed my friend's van. He had this big uh, Chevy Astro van with the seats taken out of because we were he was moving stuff, and uh, and I I went down to the corner to to get into it, and there's this guy at this uh, apartment building sitting in kind of like the like a back alley, and he had all these chairs stacked up. He's like, hey man, hey. He comes up to me, has long hair and like a a, a wife beater with like. Uh, uh, flame tattoos coming up his arm, and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, my ride, my ride left me. Uh, I got, I got this, these chairs, and I, I, I just need a ride. Is there anything you could do? I mean, please help me." And I was like, "Uh, well, the odds that this guy's gonna, you know, take my, like, hold me up and take my friend's van are pretty high. I can't do this." Uh, so I was like, "Sorry, man, I can't do it." And he's like, "Well, I, I, I'll give you like, I'll give you like thirty bucks." And uh, this shows how how poor I was at the time. I was like, "Man, I could really use that money." So <laughs> I tell him. So you I, said, "Look, I can't let you use the van, but I'll suck your dick." <laughs> I'll just give me that thirty dollars for that. Uh, so how can I get that thirty? <laughs> how can I get those three bills? So I end up giving him a. I end up like. Helping him out, I went and did my. Fa- I told him, "I'll be if you're still here when when I get back after my errand, I'll be I'll I'll help you out." So he was still there, of mm-hmm. course, because no one in their right mind is going to give this guy a ride, except me. Uh, and so he st- he starts loading things in the van, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, there's a lot of room in here. Hold on, I'll be right back." And while I'm loading the the chairs into the van, he goes down the the street and down in uh. uh <laughs> a driveway and starts pulling other stuff out. He pulls out a shelf. That would be he funny if he like said, if he said like, oh man, oh, there's a lot of room in here. Hold on. And then he put in a ski mask, <laughs> took out a gun and then ran into a bank. <laughs> I'm going to load this with money. Yeah. Uh, and so he just, Do you like, have room for sacks with dollar signs on them. <laughs> Coins coming out of them, a Scrooge McDuck situation. Sure. Sure. At uh, any point, did it seem weird to you that he was wearing a pair of nylon pantyhose over his head? <laughs> no, you know, I didn't. That never occurred to me. I just, uh, you know, I was like, that's just thought a, it was the latest high style. fashion trend yeah, it's that you didn't know about. 1992. Yeah. It's cutting edge. I sure. don't know. I mean, you, you were know. still wearing Armani power suits. Yeah, right? you know, <laughs> right? Uh, so he goes and he pulls out the. Uh, it's like a shelf and a table to go with the chairs, I assume. And he puts all, we're packing this stuff into the van. And, uh, and then he brings a bike out and he puts the bike in and we're, we're putting all this stuff and we load the van to the hill. Like we can't put any more in there, close it up. And and we start driving. I start asking him questions. So like, what do you do? You know, what's going on? You know? And he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm a, uh, basically I didn't know at the time. I didn't know what a picker was at the time, but he's basically a picker. He goes to these Mm. like. Uh, estate sales and things, and he buys antiques and takes them to his boss Joe. But I realize, oh yeah, I know Joe. He's yeah, a good you guy. Know Joe, yeah, yeah, right? Joe. yeah, good guy. Fat Joe, yeah, yeah sure. fat Joe. Good old fat Joe. Uh, he is so fat. Yeah, he's gotten really fat. Yeah, not to be confused with Cotton Eye Joe. Sure, right. 
the they so position Joe yeah or pro, oh, Joe prop yeah Joe. Oh, speaking prop of Joe. fat Joes yeah, yeah he is a fat Joe I mean prop Joe is very fat mm-hmm. but he's different from fat Joe yeah that guy <laughs> is not yeah. that guy's fat you would think Super that fat. fat given that proposition Joe is so fat and his name is proposition Joe yeah you would think that fat Joe would be one of those ironically named fat Joes yeah. sure like he's a, actually he's a real a tiny actually really dude skinny. yeah no no yeah. no he's actually another it's just that all Joes are fat yeah that's the rule <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are you a fat Joe? Give us a call. 206-984-45. We want to hear from fat Joes. Uh, so I, I, uh, I, I start realizing that he didn't, like, basically he had gone into this house that the house next door to me is broke. There's an old lady in it. She got taken to the hospital. It had been empty, sat empty for, you know, two years. And, uh. And so he he basically was like, my friend told me they're going to demolish it, so I want to get in there and get some stuff before they took it down. And so I realized that he's everything in the car is stolen, and like <laughs> I didn't realize, like I didn't understand, and I didn't. So how 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 close are you to the destination at this point? I don't know because he just tells me keep driving, right? Keep driving. I didn't know where we were going. Wow. He was just giving me directions, and the whole time. So I flash back to my friend. Uh, like I had just moved in, and he's like, "Okay, so one of our neighbors said that there's been some people prowling around the house next door. Uh, so we're gonna lock up the 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 grill. We're gonna lock the stuff up because we don't know if they're gonna you know come over to our house next or whatever. And uh, and so I and I was really scared. This is my first time living in a big city. I was living in the hills of Santa Cruz. That's You're a, corn you know. Sure, I mean yeah, the the only pwned. the only the the biggest the biggest the the toughest customer you have to deal with is a wayward deer. Right, exactly. Uh, so I. Uh, I realized that this was the guy I was scared of. Like, I ended up giving him... <laughs> this is like a classic, like, Rube's first time in the big city yeah, kind exactly. of thing. Yeah, exactly. I was Gomer Pyle in, in uh, Mount Pyle. So what did you... So at any point did you think about, like, kicking this guy out yeah. or so, just so driving, like, right to the police station? I start <laughs> thinking, like, what do I do? Can I, like, should I kick him out? He's like a scary guy sure. with flame tattoos and, like, I don't know... I don't know what like he could do. Five two one fifteen. He's, <laughs> he's no fat Joe, but uh, he's. He, but so the whole time he's playing a little flute. I mean, this is a scary <laughs> this is, dude. This guy's terrible. Playing hot cross buns on his recorder. <laughs> this is a real tough customer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got on a velvet suit, <laughs> <laughs> a green little velvet hat with a. <laughs> He's got on a bib that says Mommy's Widow Man. (laughs) This is a real... (laughs) This is a real tough guy. He doesn't have any hands. (laughs) (laughs) He falls asleep randomly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so he... I I was I was trying to figure it's the whole time he's on the phone with Joe saying things like, No, I found a guy. He's helping me. No, Joe. Yeah, I think it'd be easy to kill. Sure. <laughs> Joe, sure, I can strangle him. No, it's fine. Joe would, Joe would hang up on him, and he'd be like, dang it, he never thinks I could do a good job. And so... Wow. I, sounds like he's... Uh, sounds like maybe Joe, Fat Joe... Fat Joe. Is this guy's, like, stand-in for his absentee father. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think he, like, he's projecting some... So oh, like, yeah, all he wants is Joe's approval. Yeah, sure. And he's using me to get it. Mm. So I couldn't I couldn't very well pull over and yeah, you're to like, get out. Not only is this maybe a dangerous guy, but also like 
you know, he's dealing with some some big issues sure. right you now. You can't right. fuck this guy's whole freaking life right. up. Right. He's exactly. going to be in therapy for centuries. Right. And he really liked me. That's he, the thing. Yeah. He was like, you're really helping me out, man. I really appreciate it. I'm going to try to get you more money. I think Joe might be able to give you more money, you know? And he, uh, and, and so. Were you, like, excited about that or are you just, like. I just like I just want to not get killed. Yeah, that's mostly. At a certain point, it went from like you're like maybe I could get forty dollars. <laughs> it went from like well, I guess I get some money to just I hope I can get out of this alive. <laughs> At what point did you start contemplating a life of crime? Oh, uh, about halfway through. Right. Yeah. yeah sure. sure. <laughs> I mean, the first half you're thinking I don't want to die. The second sure. half you're thinking I'm gonna get rich. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I ca- All criminals are Italian, by yeah, the way. Sure. I mean, and I know what it's like kind of growing up in, you know, I mean, I'm sure growing up in, you know, that kind of central part of, of Northern California, I mean, you can, like, you know, you see those wise guys, and they run the town, right. and they're big you don't shots. mess with those Everyone guys. respects them. Yeah, sure. It's like. They're going to do right by you with sure. your family if you treat them Oh, like. yeah. We all know about the Aptos Mafia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brian spent his childhood years in rural Pennsylvania, yeah. so he knows a little something. If, if Let's say, for example, just by way of example, <laughs> if he crossed a shaker, you know oh, what I mean? yeah. Like if he had too much decoration mm. on a piece of furniture. Sure. Uh-huh. Trouble. Oh, yeah. Let's say he crossed a Quaker. Didn't oh, show boy. up at the barn raising. <laughs> oh, that's trouble. Let's say that he said something bad about Scrapple. <laughs> You know, these are. You know all... what to do about a shaker. You know what to do about a Quaker. You know what to do about a midnight toker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shaker. I'm, I'm a, a Quaker. Quaker. Anyway, um, at one point he looked. He's like, he's telling me about the house, and he's like, "You should go in there. There's stuff you could use. There's like brawny paper towels in there. <laughs> brawny paper Just towels. Just get in there. Yeah, and so. All I wanted to and do those cost. Get, I mean, those I cost mean, like a buck a roll. Yeah, that's like a buck, buck and a half. Two bucks, depending on where you go. Yeah. Oh, it depends I mean, on if they're quilted. Or oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, is there such a thing as a quilted paper towel? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's like a more absorbent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the kind with the extra perforations, so you can. Yeah, so you can use them more efficiently. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, so I finally select a size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Um, I I finally d- we get to Joe and Joe- the kind that has a dinosaur die cut into it. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I'm thinking of fruit roll ups. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any fruit roll ups? Yeah. I should have asked them right if, if there were fruit roll ups in the house. I might have. Oh gone in yeah, there to sure. Get those. That's yeah. enough to get anybody into a life yeah. of crime. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I would have done that. Unlimited access to fruit roll ups. Oh that's sure. Why, that's why I feel like prostitution enforcement like vice enforcement mm-hmm. should focus on johns instead of prostitutes because mm. the prostitutes probably just at some point they got offered they got off roll for, ups. There's, there's no resisting that you know it's a tough life you know what are they gonna do it's hard yeah. to get off the junk yeah uh-huh. that's what yeah. i call fruit roll-ups yeah. the junk <laughs> junk yeah the junk junk food uh so we get to joe and joe is a quiet asian man and uh, very stern <laughs> And we just unloaded the stuff onto the yard, and he's like, okay, Joe did not give me any more money. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I got stuck with the 30. Uh, and so he, But you got the 30. But I got the 30, and we're unloading stuff. And I ask, uh, I, oh, at one point, this guy, he was a drummer. And, uh, surprise, I, surprise. Yeah, he was a drummer. And uh, he's like, you should look me up. Look me up. I'm on MySpace, Pro Drummer 69. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, of course, Pro Drummer 69. <laughs> Pro Drummer 69. I looked him up. His top eight was all porn stars. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, do you keep tabs on him? I mean, well, I know MySpace I mean, isn't around anymore, sure, but if you... Sure, I shoot him an email from time to time. What's up, Pro Drummer 69? Still living the dream? Yep. <laughs> but now you're... Still picking? Now you're urbane. You're yeah. positively urbane. Sure. Yeah. You, you got he, one He of wouldn't those... even recognize me. Yeah, I mean, you got a... Got sharp outfits. You got a, a, a Volvo. Yeah, sure. Come a long way. Wait, Brian's got a Volvo. Yeah, Brian's driving a Volvo. Yeah. Brian picked me up today. Uh huh. What are we looking at? A wagon or a coupe? Uh, S forty. It's actually it's Lauren's car. That's that's my girlfriend. Okay. It's her car. Are we talking? Hey, about... he's got a girlfriend though. Yeah. Pretty good. A wagon. Sedan. That's the Volvo of sex partners. <laughs> yep. A yeah. wagon, a sedan. It's a sedan. It's a sedan. That's yeah. very nice. So a nice four door. Oh yeah, it's a mm-hmm. nice four door sedan. Leather. Yeah. I think. What do you think? I don't know. I just want to know about the girlfriend. <laughs> leather? Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Is she made of leather? Pleather? <laughs> leather. You know, Lauren's girlfriend's not a bad second baseman either. Yeah, she's a good second Real baseman. Real solid second baseman. She was so, on the Rockets. Yeah, so look, when you're talking about Brian's girlfriend, mm-hmm. number one, you're talking leather. <laughs> number two, you're talking leather. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the glove leather. Yeah. The Jose Lean kind of leather. Yeah, you got it, Chico. Oh, yeah. Chico stuff. <laughs> that Chico. She's got that Chico. Yeah, got that Chico. Did you you just met her in Hollywood right around that time? She was just on the street corner going, I got that Chico. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, You mean Jose Lean, right? From the nineteen ninety two Pittsburgh Pirates? <laughs> yeah. She's like, Yep. Not to be confused with Jay Bell or Sid Bream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is really fun for me. <laughs> if it was up to me, I would just be like Stan Belinda. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. yeah, I know. Sorry, Jordan. I, I really worked hard to get those. That's in okay. There. I get it. I get it. We'll I got be this back. one shot. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey, and I'm Tess Parker. And we're Lady to Lady. Each week, we talk about our crazy days, our crazy dates. And how perfectly normal and acceptable members of society each one of us is. Whoa, you think we're normal? No. <laughs> that's right, we lied to you. Listen to the podcast <laughs> to find out the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Each week we pull up a fourth chair and welcome a fourth lady to the table to be funny with us and hang out. You can check us out on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Brian Fernandez, Sunny D. Sunny D, you and Pro Drummer 69. Yep. How did, okay. it, all, how did it all work out? Okay. I mean, okay. We mentioned that you're no longer seeing him romantically. Sure. Pro Drummer 69 and I broke up. Uh, but you guys still play together in Alien Ant Farm, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know we what? do that cover of uh, Michael Jackson song. Sure. I'm I'm sort of glad you broke up with him. Mm, this was the best. I always thought it was weird that he didn't do oral. Yeah, it was. He's weird. what we call a pillow princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get to the place, we unload all the stuff, and I'm unloading the bike, and I just couldn't quite place the bike because it didn't seem like it came from that house. Right. And so I ask him. Is this your bike? Like, is this what you rode to to get to the house? And he's like, oh, do you – he mistook that for me complimenting him on the bike. And he said, oh, did you – do you like that bike? I'll tell you what. You can have that bike. <laughs> wow. And in my head, I was like, this is probably a stolen bike. I did the same math that I did at the beginning for the $30, and I thought, but I really need this bike. So <laughs> I took it. 
I I gotta tell you, like it, when I lived in Koreatown, never before have I would say I would estimate that the ratio was three to one, where one was bicycles with their original paint jobs, <laughs> and three was obviously stolen bike bicycles that <laughs> had been spray painted gold. <laughs> <laughs> where like every part of the bike has been spray painted gold. See, this was an original. This was an original paint job bike. It wasn't clearly stolen, but it probably was. What are we looking at? A huffy? Yeah, it was like a huffy. Yeah. It was a huffy. Yeah, uh, sure. I wrote it to the intern. So then I'm a bike psychic, by the way. I took it. A psychic. <laughs> okay. I took it. I took it, and I rode it around Hollywood for six months. And then one day, towards the end of the internship, I came out of your apartment, and it was gone, stolen off the street. And I thought the cycle of life ashes continues. to ashes. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I couldn't even be mad. It just it served. Yeah, me well. hard to. Yeah, yeah. It served me well for what I needed it for. And that, there's and there's some that. and then some you know somewhere there's some some sweet kid from Northern California yeah. riding around in a band, probably still with. Pro Drummer yeah, 69. Yep. <laughs> saying, hey, grab my bike for me. You got a van? And, yeah. and this kid's got big dreams. Yep. Yep. That's hey, how everyone starts, right? I don't I don't want to let this episode get away from us mm-hmm. without talking briefly about the Max Fund Drive. Mm. Sure. Um, I, first of all, I want to thank everyone who became a donor, increased their donor in the Max Fund Drive, as well as all of our continuing donors. We had, our original goal was 1,500 new and increasing donors. We ended up at 20, over 2,500, 2,560, wow. I mm-hmm. think, was the last mm-hmm. count yeah. that I heard. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. We had such a great time on Jordan Jesse Go. Tons of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Live on our live streaming episode, Gillian Jacobs showed up and uh, came in, surprise mm-hmm. celebrity guest, uh, a, f- a neighbor of ours here in Koreatown. Um, and uh, it was just really amazing, and it's really a pleasure and an honor to work for everybody. Um, that donates. If you don't donate, you know, suck a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Unless you're un- so suck a lemon. It's never too late to suck a lemon, oh, okay. right? Oh, okay. Lemons are plentiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and we had this brainstorm. After we hit 1,500, we said, well, uh, we were just about to hit 2,000. We were like, holy crap, we're mm. going to hit 2,000. So we said 10 meals for needy families for every donor over 2,000. We ended up with uh, almost 6,000 meals for oh needy my. families. That's pretty great. That's awesome. Um, uh, well, so, I mean, it's great for the needy families. It's sure, less good not for so me. good for I'm, you. I'm paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of... But now you get a good feeling, whatever, blah, 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 yeah, blah, sure. blah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of me, I, um, <laughs> I foolishly... Assuming that we would not make it to 2,500, said that if we did make it to 2,500, I would jump in MacArthur Park Lake, mm-hmm. which Jordan Jesse Go listeners know MacArthur Park, uh, while I, I love MacArthur Park, is not a clean park. I wouldn't characterize it at all as a yeah. clean park. I would call it a soiled park. Sure. <laughs> a deeply soiled park. Oh, it's a, gro- <laughs> it's a gross park. Yeah. And um, uh, and especially the lake side. The other oh. side, they've done a lot of hard work to clean it up. They put sure. in some, uh, some nice artificial, yeah, artificial astroturf soccer fields that are well used. Mm-hmm. But um, and, a, and a sort of uh, old man gambling area. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> OMGA. Play a nice game of backgammon there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, look like an extra from Breaking Bad. Sure. We, mm-hmm. we, at, at the very end of our show, we actually hit the goal. It was crazy. Like yeah. we were planning on doing a 90 minute show around minute 85. 
we broke through. Hmm. I, I was I was back. I had gone backstage in case we had to do it to change into my swim trunks. I came out. Of, I changed in this very booth. <laughs> I came out of the booth. Lindsay was over here backstage, and I said to her, "You know, I'm 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 ready to do it if we need to." And she pressed refresh, and it was twenty five oh one. She handed me a shot of Malort for you, Jordan. <laughs> sure, sure. She said, "You want to do the honors." You were doing Malort every 10 donors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which in hindsight was a mistake. <laughs> Not that fun. And uh, I, I went and dove into that fucking lake. How do you feel? Post, post, post lake. Yeah. My stomach's upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because I have Giardia. Or if it's because I ate just a shit ton of enchiladas for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> just a volume of Could enchiladas be. that is truly sickening. Now, did you find the enchiladas in the lake? Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> were they yes, lake I enchiladas? Did. They were lake enchiladas. Yeah. They're made of carp. <laughs> oh. Ooh. That's um, nice. A little bit of gun in there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah. You it, drizzle the gun on top. It was, the, <laughs> it was easily the grossest thing I've ever done. I really didn't want, like... Did it smell weird? Yes. Hmm. Uh, when it when it came time to do it, I did not want to do it. <laughs> I was trying to think of ways to not do it, and then trying to think of ways to convince myself not to try and think of ways to not do it. <laughs> and I, um, what I decided on, I was wearing swim shoes, which there's not going to be a lot of other contexts where you're going to get to see Jesse in swim <laughs> shoes. Right. Um, but I was wearing swim shoes and goggles and earplugs and a nose plug. <laughs> and I just said, I'm not going to think about it until I'm in the water. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get out. <laughs> so I just said, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Brought everybody That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Went down, went down the boat ramp, same place where the fish truck goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost fell on my ass uh-huh. a couple of times going slippery. down the boat, ra- boat ramp, which was very, very slippery. And then just jump the fuck in. Yep. It was foul. You can watch the video online. Brian was on the camera. Yep. Yep. I was behind the camera there. Sorry for all the shaking. It's very tough to walk and keep that steady. What a, what, that's why the steady cam operators get yeah, paid so that's well. That's true. Those guys get the big bucks. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. It was so foul. Uh, <laughs> and cold? It still smelled. Like, I went to the to the bathroom earlier, and the, the shoes are still in there. Yeah. You could still, you could smell it. You oh. could, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, it was cold. It was gross. Um, I might have cryptosporidia, <laughs> um, but you know what? It was all worth it. We raised a bunch of money for yeah. all of our awesome creators in MaximumFun.org. They're That's all great. getting paid. Um, it's awesome. So we're very happy and proud about it. And you got a job, Jordan. I did. Oh, yeah. I got a uh, got a new job. Uh, last week was my first week as a writer for the At Midnight television program. Yeah! That is At Midnight on Comedy Central. It's a great show, hosted by our friend awesome. Chris Hardwick. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It is a really, really funny show. Yeah, and I think, yeah. uh, and and it's great. I um, uh, when I got the job, um, let's be clear, you would have taken a job on a not funny show. Sure, sure. <laughs> I would have taken a job on the Chew. Yeah, <laughs> which is the food-based daytime talk show. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I was I was like a, a fan of the show going into it and liked it and um. Uh, you know, was kind of happy when they asked me if I would be interested in applying. Um, yeah, no, and it's 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 been really fun so far. Uh, uh, I definitely leading up to our our um, uh, our live show. Uh, I think the malort hit me extra hard because I had not been drinking for a month. It was about the kind of application process, you know, 
was really long. I had to do a lot of interviews. I had to like do a lot of supplemental writing. And so I was just, I was just stone sober going to bed at 10 every night and just like really, really, really making a go of getting this job. When Alex Black was on the show, he, I think he mentioned the fact that there's, that this was a show that originally was two different shows that were synthesized into one show. And because of that, there's, like 10 executive producers and you had to do an interview with with every you know go yeah through it was like a, a lot of process. different oh, wow. sets of guys yeah. So yeah there was a lot of a uh, lot of people to like impress so yeah i definitely was uh coming coming off work and uh <laughs> uh doing <laughs> doing six shots of malord on an empty stomach and oh, my. Uh, with my my tolerance reduced so uh uh, yeah, if you watch that vi- video, I'm quite a boob, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you did great. I, you, no fun. one would have guessed. It was fun. Well. Might not have been fun to do, but it was fun to watch. No, yeah, Malort's gross. Yeah, yeah, never have I had such a not fun time <laughs> drinking a lot. Yeah. Something that is usually pleasurable. I feel a little bit like Donald Duck's nephews. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I've been made to smoke a whole box of cigars that were just for Donald's birthday. Yeah. Oh boy, I bet he feels bad after that. <laughs> I um I I feel like this is such an exciting opportunity mm-hmm. for you. You're so well earned and such mm-hmm. a perfect such a great situation and it's a it's a really funny show that's really well suited to your talent. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm just, I'm just over the fucking moon about it. I was thinking about this conversation I was having with my buddy uh Jack. My buddy Jack Allison is a writer for Funny or Die and he's a hilarious guy. He's a great sketch writer. Yeah. Um and, you know, makes a lot of great stuff for Funny or Die. But um, Funny or Die, uh, it being an internet company, uh, when you work there as a writer, you don't just write. You, you know, you he does the casting and he does location scouting and he'll have to, like, deal with advertisers when advertisers are doing, like, branded stuff. And you just wear a lot of hats. I mean, that's that's internet companies. They're all, you know, mm-hmm. kind of operating on these kind of small budgets. And so, you know, you do a ton of stuff. And I was kind of, like, talking to him about that. And I was like, oh, like, you know, does that ever get annoying? Like, do you, you know, are you hoping that you can kind of transition away from, you know, funny or die to doing a more proper TV job? And he's like, well, honestly, I kind of like it. I mean, I like kind of getting my hands in all these different things. And I think if, you know... If you're just a writer on a TV show, I mean, it's just like, you know, you're just locked in a little office with a bunch of other guys, and it's like you're in a joke dungeon. <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, yeah, joke dungeon. <laughs> like, nothing sounded yeah. more appealing to me than to just, like, I got as excited about joke dungeon as as if I was into BDSM and someone <laughs> suggested sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really, like, solidified in my mind that that is something that I want to do. Like, I want to be in a joke dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is basically what this job is. Yeah. I mean, you know, the show is just a collection of, you know, one-liners. There's a couple of longer things. There's a couple of, like, you know, there's some sketchy-type elements to it sometimes, and there's some kind of longer pieces of writing, but it's mainly just, like, short, Jokes and often it's like because of the Twitter-based premise for people who haven't seen it. A lot of times it's sort of a category, yeah, and then they just run down a bunch of jokes in that category, which really is like joke dungeon, yeah. Because you have <laughs> it's essentially what are twelve jokes on this premise, and it's yeah. and it's and, yeah. and and I should mention the the dungeon is well lit. There's a lot of great <laughs> snacks. There's a lot of great people in the dungeon with yeah. me. We got a Tess Rafferty. We got a Matt Myra, mm-hmm. Blanca Patch. It's got a really really great. It's a great group of people, and they're all you know. It's a bunch of people who are good at their job, and you know the show's a hit, so nobody's sweating it and nobody's stressing, mm-hmm. and that's so nice. It's so nice get, to like. You guys get lunch every day. Uh, we get lunch two two days a week. We get oh? lunch. There's a weird union thing that is preventing us from getting free lunch the other three days. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll start complaining about that in a year, but I'm just so happy to be there. I'm I'm fine to get my own lunch those it. other three days. I think, you take, I think you take this to Hardwick. Yeah, yeah you're right. Straight to Hardwick. I've, I've been there a week. I can start being an asshole about yeah, something yeah, yeah. now, right? Oh, I can sure. start swinging my dick around. Sure. Yeah, and I think I think lunch is the place to focus on. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the Listen. battle you want to fight. Yeah. I am not writing another fucking hashtag joke. <laughs> Until we until get to... I get a Chinese chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> All free lunches are Chinese chicken salad. Yeah, most free uh-huh. lunches are Chinese chicken salad. Yep. Um, yep. Mendocino Farms. Yeah, they do a nice job with their Chinese chicken. They salad. do. It's a good. It's a good one. Anyway, uh, yeah, at midnight you should watch it. It's on Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. it's a fucking and the, and the and the really nice thing, Jordan. You're obliged to say this. Sure, I am not. Um, you know, when it first came on TV, I sent an email to Chris and Alex uh, and uh, Tom Lennon, who all of whom I, I know mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, and very to varying degrees, all of whom are executive producers on the show. It's just a really funny show. Like, it's a show mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, when I heard the presentation, I thought, huh, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like, I, I think Chris is really funny and talented and a great television host, but that's no guarantee. You know what I mean? Sure. And I watched it and I thought, Wow, this is absolutely like they just do a great job of this. Like, yeah. no wonder it's a big hit. It's because yeah. it's so funny. They nailed it. Yeah, they nailed it. So, um, yeah, if you're not watching it, watch it, enjoy it. It's a blast. I have some other good news. Okay. Ooh. I feel like while we're dropping good news, yeah, yeah. dropping fucking us. good news parade as a thank you for uh, uh, for all these people who donated. We're headed to the Pacific Northwest. Hey, hey, yeah, we are doing uh, we're doing shows on Friday, April 25th. In Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and Saturday, April 26th, in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Monday, I will be speaking at Simon Fraser University in Vancouver, British Columbia. And let's just say that um, while there may be some, uh, Jordan, you might have to go back to work. We'll see. We'll see about that. Sure. Working um, it out. Yeah. We will be a- appearing at all of those shows with special podcasting guests. And let's say. Let's say you thought about what podcasters mm-hmm. we knew and were friends with. Yeah. And let's say you thought about which which of those you knew lived in the Pacific Northwest. Uh-huh. Let's say Vancouver. Yep. Let's say they were named Graham and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Graham and Dave will be on all three of those yeah. shows as well. We'll, we'll get uh, ticket links up and um, all that stuff soon. But in the meantime, mark your calendar for mm-hmm. that weekend. It's uh, going to be great. Friday, April 25th in Portland, Saturday, April 26th in Seattle, and Monday, April 28th at Simon Fraser University in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah. And if you live in any of those places and you don't come, you can go suck a lemon. Yeah. I'm a, You've got problems. You've got huge problems. <laughs> I am abandoning my tiny baby <laughs> to go do these shows for you. And Jordan... I'm leaving work a little early one day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which may have been the free lunch day. Yeah. I could be missing uh, maybe a Chinese chicken salad, yep. maybe a Cobb salad. Yep. Dave and Graham... Maybe a wrap of some kind. <gasps> Dave and Graham are crossing international borders... You know, Dave's at any moment. Dave could die uh-huh. and leave Abby a single mother. Sure, yep. They have a baby on the way. Yeah. So Graham's life is also important. Yep. Eh. <laughs> Less so. Eh. Yeah, okay. but he'll deprive at the world point, of beard paintings if that. Yeah, that's a that's good true. point. No one will paint a with a beard. He yeah. does a lot of charity work. Yeah. He does yep. a lot of charity that's work. True. Anyway, we'll be back with momentous occasions in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Fernandez, Sonny D. He's killing it, Jordan. <laughs> Doing great. Yeah, yeah. Brian, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this to you, but we're going to go ahead and do your employee review right now. Oh, God, okay. Odor. Yeah. One. No. Wait, no. one being good, one, one being bad. One is the best. Oh, one is the best. the best. You have oh, the good, best odor. Good. Yeah, good no, odor. If you got a, if okay. you got a five, oh, that's, that's uh, trouble. You smell amazing. Okay. <laughs> Brian, smell great. Right now, I'm feeling sexually energized based on your scent. Oh. Is that's that nice? Can I, can I guess <laughs> yep. what it is? Yep. Is it a mix of CK1 and deer urine? Yep. I'm going to, well, oh, I was no. going to guess. Guess. You should guess. Is it the new accent incapacitator? Yes. Okay. Those are the same thing, actually. Yeah. That's what they... Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just CK1 and deer urine? Yeah, that's the incapacitator. Um, when something momentous happens to you, our listeners, we have you call us. 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. Somebody tweets me the other day, hey, something momentous just happened to me. What's the phone number? <laughs> How many fucking episodes of this show have we done at this point? We've been doing this show seven years. What a waste. What a waste of time. Yep. Wait, seven years? More than seven years. A long time. Yep. Eight years. Eight Nine years. years. This was the know. first thing on computers. Yep. It was this, then Battle Chess. <laughs> well, there was WordStar. At some point, there was oh, okay. WordStar. Sure. And Lotus Notes. Well, that started out as a uh, newspaper column. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> so I don't really count that. So you're talking about original things, not adapted. Yeah, sure. yeah, gotcha. Hypercard? Oh, that was uh, that was it's actually a play. A, a play. <laughs> but the I would play, one act play. The, the play was originally an epic poem. Oh, well. I would see Hypercard the play. Yeah, you know what my favorite novel of all time is? <laughs> can I? Can do you guys mind if I tell? Excel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the character development. Sure. sure. Sprawling. A sprawling <laughs> a novel. Sprawling. Sure. I mean, when you, when you get into, <laughs> when you get into, like... When uh, the cells finally merge. Row, yep. row oh, yeah. DF. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Originally published as a serial. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Were they... Yeah. They paid the author per cell. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But. You know what? There, I I think there was a lot of controversy over the author's use, the use of macros. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fill down. This is the yep. stupidest shit we've ever done in the history of this show. I know I've said that before. Sure. But... Okay, 206-984-4-FUN. Put it in your phone, dummy. Your phone's in your pocket right now. That's what you're listening to this fucking show on. Uh-huh. Pull out the pull out the phone. Open up your contacts. Beep boop boop beep boop 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 boop. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Okay, and then save it. Call it momentous occasions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse go. I love them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's a call. Momentous occasions. Call and I love Jordan them. Jordan Jesse yeah. go. I love them. No, not just I love them. Everyone loves mo- obviously everyone loves oh, yeah. occasions, yeah. but it's about people loving us. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And you to some extent, not, Brian. Not as much. Some the work people... you do on the boards. Yeah. People like how the show is mixed. Yeah, sure. Generally speaking. Generally. There's if been it's some not complaints. a live show. <laughs> if it's not a live show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had we've had a few questions, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that battleship show sounded alright. Look, we got Battleship Show sounded great. <laughs> we got four calls. Well, the stakes were very high. <laughs> <laughs> we got four calls. Let's hear the first. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. Uh, 
I have a momentous occasion. I was just uh, driving down a, uh, a divided highway, two lanes on each side, and traffic in the oncoming oh, direction has <laughs> come to a stop, and there was a family standing in the median, uh, a wife, a father, uh, well, a mother, a father, and a uh, uh, daughter. Daughter's about nine years old, and they're waiting to cross the street. The traffic came to a stop. They start crossing the street. They've all got their hands full. I guess they were at the convenience store, and Dad's got uh, two uh, big gulps in his hands. And traffic starts moving, uh, and in a, uh, a sudden moment of panic, with his hands full, he wants to pick up his daughter and help her get across the street. He uses his elbow, wraps it around the outside of her head, almost in a headlock, <laughs> and picks her up and carries her across the street, doing kind of a deck walk, which <laughs> is probably the funniest thing I've seen in weeks. Uh, when he set her down, she pushed him, so I think that she thought it was funny. She she pushed him, like, playfully, like a, a daughter might push her dad, but I thought I had to call you guys and let you guys know. Hopefully you guys get a kick out of that. She right, picked, thanks. He picked his daughter up by her head? In a headlock? Why didn't the daughter just carry one of the big gulps? Yeah, <laughs> just give the daughter a big gulp. Well, maybe those were his big gulps. He didn't uh, want her to that's true. take yeah. any. And also, he didn't say who the family was. Sure. If it was the Obama family, we know that the mom would be pretty upset if he oh, gave sure. the daughter a big gulp. Yeah, because oh, of her dedication yeah. to fitness. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and nutrition. And healthy, yeah, healthy yeah, yeah. nutrition. A healthy lifestyle. Yeah. By the head? <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't, Yeah. It seems like that's a good way to murder your child. Yeah, that sounds like Or at least damage your child permanently. Why do you need two big gulps? Well, you're super thirsty. Oh, yeah, you're just really (laughs) thirsty. You're in a commercial for body wash, and you're talking about being manly. A better question is, why do you need one big gulp? (laughs) Right. Why does the big gulp exist? (laughs) Yeah. It's like a big gulp is just like, fuck you everything. Sure. Right? Like, because it's not... A big gulp isn't even really better than a can of like soda. It's not like it's not like you feel better and better the more of it you drink. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like Chardonnay. <laughs> I would drink a big gulp of Chardonnay. <laughs> and only if it had that crushed ice. Right? Yeah. Crushed oh, yeah. ice. Yeah. Is really that nice. is really nice. Cube ice is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck cube ice. Crushed ice is where it's at. I think that's, that's the moral of this story. If there's any moral here, like that nice, fluffy, crushed ice. That is nice. Yeah. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Um, Hey, I just wanted to uh, leave a momentous occasion. I was uh, driving to a rehearsal this weekend, and uh, while I was waiting at a stoplight, this little boy comes running out of his house at top speed. A little boy is shirtless. He has a big, huge cowboy hat on, and he proceeds to... Uh, stop and projectile vomit all over the sidewalk. Not sure what the backstory was, but it was really great. It really made for a great weekend. So, thanks, guys. Thanks for the show. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. What do you think she was uh, driving to a rehearsal for? PowerPoint? Yeah. <laughs> God, that is, that is really amazing. Like, I felt like the movie didn't really capture the magic. Yeah, okay. of the stage version, even though it had Meryl Streep, it had you know all those brilliant. Yeah, but actors. you know, like some of that acting that you know, 
you have to act a little bit bigger on the stage. It just comes across as hammy on camera. Yeah, I think so. But on the stage, it was exceptionally powerful. Sure. I found it to be exceptionally powerful. <laughs> Power, powerful. I'm, I'm mo- I was moved. Mm-hmm. The transitions in particular, I thought, were <laughs> oh, very that nice transitions. Seamless. That dissolved. Seamless. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest of Undetermined Ethnic Origin. Andy from Whoa, Boston. pause it. <laughs> now pause who's it. the racist? Uh, who's racist now? <laughs> Whoa. To be fair, what are you? Some kind of Lithuanian? <laughs> yeah, mostly white. Yeah, yeah that's some it. Kind of Lithuanian. Cool, yeah. dude. One sixteenth Portuguese. That's mm. why you got the Fernandez. Oh. Portuguese. Yeah. Just Portuguese. Have... Yep. Is that why you're so into uh, seafood stews? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love a good stew. That's the, that's the Portuguese side. You know, my uh, wife's cousin is uh, a quarter Portuguese, mm-hmm. maybe half Portuguese, just obsessed with Portuguese shit. <laughs> just talk so much Portugal shit. And, like, Portugal's a lovely country. I have no... No. Look... I wouldn't. I would not say an ill word towards Portugal. I guess Portugal. I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to search for like a funny <laughs> fact to say I, about it. I know very little. Less, yeah. maybe it's less like than a that. more. It's like a more multi-ethnic, poorer Spain. Uh-huh. Oh, it's okay. because it was a seafaring nation. It was mm. one. Of the, it was the great sea power of the world in its day. Mm-hmm. And so you get a lot of cross-cultural things. You get a lot of seafood stews. <laughs> um, so wait. So if it's a seaport. In Assassin's Creed 4, which sea chanties do you get there? <laughs> <laughs> the things they didn't teach us in history class. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah, guys? Yeah. You never learn the important stuff in school. No, yeah, yeah that's why you have to turn to, uh, you know, assassins. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Cyber assassins. Yep. Sure. Have you guys ever, pro- like, projectile vomited in public? I'm trying to think. Yeah, one time. I've, you- like, ruined a couple bathrooms, but. I usually make it there. I usually make it to the bathroom to ruin it. Fourth grade. Fourth I was grade. in line. Uh, I had hot dogs, which was my favorite thing to eat back sure. then. And it was and still to this day. Yep, still to you, this day. Nothing days, wrong with a hot dog. Next, next to a seafood stew. Well, these days you like to you put them in the stew, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, with a conch, some yep. conch maybe. Yep. Sea urchin. Uh-huh. And uh, and then uh, I had, had it was a Thursday. I remember that. That was hot dog day. And I wasn't feeling great after lunch. In line, you know, you had to go in everywhere in lines, and uh, I wanted to go to the bathroom, but I had to stay in the line. I just puked right in front of the whole class, hmm. and my friend behind me said, "Ew, it looks like melted bubble gum," and <laughs> and, and uh, I was very embarrassed. I was afraid people wouldn't want to be my friend anymore because in kindergarten there was another kid who had puked in front of the whole class, and I stopped being friends with him because oh. of that. I was afraid it was it had come back to get me. Did you, <laughs> did you after that, did you reconsider your friendship with the first puke kid? Yeah. Well, he had moved, and oh, I felt okay. bad to this. To this day, I feel bad. You feel like maybe you caused his, you his family to, try and to move? Make, do you want to make amends? Mike Rockies, if Mike, you're out there. Mike Rockies, or if you know Mike Rockies, <laughs> if you know, do you, do you mind saying? You know, Mike Rockies grew up to be Pro Drummer 69. No! You me. drove him to a life of drumming. Uh-huh. And theft. Circle yep. of life moves us all, my oh, friend. Oh, it moves us all. I think we can find Mike Rockies. <laughs> Mike Rockies. What's what town in rural Pennsylvania are we talking about? Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty solid sized town, Erie, it's not Pennsylvania. Bad. It's on the lake. It's not bad. So it's a nice little town. If you know a Mike Rockies, what age are we looking at? Twenty seven? 
probably 29, 30. 29, 30 years old, Mike Rockies. I think we can do this. <laughs> Let's get him. Let's get him on the show. Let's get, get Rockies on the program. Call in. Let's get him on the show. I mean, I think he's he's doing Largo next month, right? Yeah, I think he's doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the little room. Wait, we got yeah. one, we got one more call. Oh, right. I stopped in the middle of the call. Oh, we just oh, yeah. wanted to call this guy racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was... I was of indeterminate origin. Well, he said indeterminate. Didn't he say indeterminate ethnic origin? Ethnic, yeah, that's it. That is kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, I should talk. Nah. But go ahead. With $2,500 in it on the street. It was in a white envelope, not a blue security envelope. So I can only assume that it was triad money because I live in Chinatown. So, yeah, I'm going to pay off some debt and go shopping at places that I normally can't afford. Woohoo! Bye, guys. Love you. Love you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a common thief. <laughs> you're a real Pro Drummer 69. Yeah, you're no better than Pro Drummer 69. <laughs> is, the, is the lesson of this... I mean, he also, he assumed that it was triad money because he lives in Chinatown. Mm -hmm. Is the lesson of this that the way into God's graces is to be racist? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess so. That's it. Um, I I have to say, uh, speaking of triads mm -hmm. um, and Chinese gangs, I'm from, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was in high school, I used to work in the mayor's office in San Francisco. And one of the supervisors at the time, uh, supervisors being like city councilmen or whatever, um, was Leland Yi, who is now a state senator but was recently arrested on corruption charges. Ooh. And it turns out that he was in cahoots with this gangster whose name is Shrimp Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Here's the thing. There are two kinds of people that you can be if your name is Shrimp Boy. <laughs> One of them is Deadly Chinese Gangster. Uh-huh. Right? Because... I bet he's got, like, a signature weapon or something. Yes. Like, like I mean, it's not... I mean, I'm not going to say this guy kills people with shrimp, because that's right. silly. Right. No, that would be ridiculous. But I think he does, like, you know, like, he's the garrot wire guy, or, you know, he's got a bunch of knives strapped to him yeah, at all times. Yeah, like, he's sure. got a thing he kills people with. That is that's a, awesome. It's a nickname... <laughs> it's a nickname that only a deadly person would have. Sure. Yep. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. there's... It's not... In this case, the... The ridiculous nickname is ironic because he's so deadly. Yeah. It's like not like a it's fat like, Joe. It's a part in uh, Raid 2, I think. The, yeah. The only other type of person I can think of. Sure, boy, could... he hits the baseball at you. Have you guys <laughs> seen Raid 2? <laughs> Raid 2 is great. Not yet. The only other kind of person I can think of that would be called Shrimp Boy would be like a tiny elderly... <laughs> Cajun guy, like a chef Paul Prudhomme type. <laughs> I was going to say like a gay porn star. Oh, <laughs> no, that's good okay. too. We came up with three solid shrimp. Boys. I was thinking yeah. of a shrimpy version of the guy in the of the lobby boy in Grand Budapest. Oh, Hotel. sure. Yeah, I would like maybe to just see... a lobby boy who smells like shrimp. Yeah, yeah. I, I would he like to see an entire gay subculture built around shrimp boys. Shrimp boys. Oh, sure. We should call. We should get Kevin Allison on the phone. He probably, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Knows that's probably exactly already a, a thing. Boy actually, yeah, yeah, he already knows about that. I saw Kevin Allison. Kevin Allison did a tweet today that said that he <laughs> was doing. He was organizing a storytelling show. Uh, to to perform before an orgy. 
Yes. <laughs> like as a kind of a pre-show yeah. or an opening act yeah. to an orgy. Yeah. That's amazing. Looking for shrimp boy stories. Ken <laughs> Allison is the best. The fucking, I mean, that guy, that guy, that guy lives a life. Oh, man. I'm, I'm envious of Kevin it. Allison's existence. Kevin, uh, Kevin Allison, what, what I thought was really lovely, well, number one, Kevin Allison has an unflaggingly positive attitude. Sure. <laughs> like, like, there is no, like, who, who, who would you more want at your orgy? Like, orgy's all about vibe. Mm-hmm. Totally. You and, don't want somebody to kill the vibe. And yeah. you want Kevin Allison You don't want there. somebody there going like, no, you think they'll ever find that Malaysian plane? <laughs> We're trying to fuck over yeah, here. keep it I was positive. three quarters hard when you said that, yeah. is what someone <laughs> now, might say. Now I'm someone. mega hard, and I'm wondering why. <laughs> That's a plain orgy. Plain fetish. I, um... <laughs> Does I, that, yeah. I think, like... Mysterious disaster fetish. <laughs> I just love reading... I read that same tweet, and it said... And he said, like, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm telling a story at an orgy later. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think it's really cool that kinksters are into having a fun show before their fuck fest. <laughs> I just love... Kinksters. I love, the, I love that he is, like, just the, the like, genial neighbor <laughs> of part the of world is, of fuck fest. Part yeah. of me is tempted yeah. to, like... Just like move to New York and say like, how can I live like you? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm worried that I just never. I think the answer will just be you can't because you're not gay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. worried. I mean, I. I mean, is does the world need a straight Kevin Allison? Yeah. No. It no. Doesn't. It, doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. If if oh, it okay. if, if if it was gonna have a straight uh, Kevin Allison, she would be a woman. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt. A straight man could never have the life of Allison. Yeah. <laughs> I can be positive and hang out at orgies. Yeah, I know, but it's not yep. enough, Jordan. Sure, it's not enough. Look, the yeah, you're gonna have to at least if you're mostly straight, mm-hmm. but you're down to suck some dick. Yeah, <laughs> I think you might just slide in under the wire because people would be like, you know that Jordan, he's straight, but look at him slobbing that knob. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's not a part of the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I sure. think you would have to you would have to be able to demonstrate hey, look, I'm I'm one of the look, I'm a <laughs> I'm not one of these you know, the, Johnny come whatever's. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Johnny come on tit sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny come early. So John, yeah. uh, there you go. Sure. Good work, Brian. That's yeah. better. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> um do we have one more call? Let's take it. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, this is Erin from Ohio, and I just got done listening to the episode with the uh, the woman who had the sex dream about Jesse, and I didn't want Jordan to feel left out um, because a few months ago I did have a pretty intense sex dream about him. I uh, dreamed that I got to be a guest on the show, which was awesome, and then afterwards Jesse left and I was left with Jordan, and things just sort of happened. And I must say that it was a pretty intense dream. And it stayed with me for a while, which was kind of a big deal because I'm a lesbian. And that's the kind of dream that I have usually. So, uh, you know, there you go. Don't go left out, Jordan. You are invading the minds of women nationwide as well, including us lesbians. Thanks a lot. You know, it's been, it's been a great couple of weeks. <laughs> 
I'm worried. I'm worried that I'm headed for some sort of epic fall. Because the last couple of weeks have just been so great. Can I recommend that you just put a really lightweight lock on your bicycle? <laughs> yeah, because my bike is going to get stolen. It's about to get stolen. What a what a what a delightful what a delightful cherry on top, so to speak. You know what? Can I tell you? Can I tell you something, Jordan? Hmm. I think you might have a shot with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he needs like a boy wonder type sidekick. Sure, someone that lesbians like. Yeah, and that sometimes they have sex dreams about him. Sure, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Done deal. If you're a lesbian who's had a sex dream about me, <laughs> please email Kevin Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Risk at riskshow.com. <laughs> And just let him know. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, call us at 206-984-4FUN or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back Sorry in Sorry for that a gross booger noise. On Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Fernandez, Sunny D. You know, Brian had a lot of fans on this program even before he went on microphone. Yeah. People, yeah, people, I mean, people will talk about, you know, hearing Brian's laughter, mm-hmm. you know, advice on how to mix the show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> differently. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I mean, already Brian's been, Brian's been out there. Oh, I mean, you have, you were, uh, I think you made your on-mic debut as our beloved character, Captain Obvious. Oh, sure. That was later stolen by Hotels.com oh. for their stupid commercial. Yeah. Yeah, that's frustrating. Fuck you, Hotels.com. Yeah, yeah. we invented Captain Obvious. Yeah. Anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I ran into the guy that that won the Captain Obvious hat at the Battleship show last night at mm-hmm. the Jordan Jesse Go oh, show. Yeah. 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 He told me about his cool shoes. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that sounded like a fun conversation. Uh-huh. Was yeah. he, he wasn't wearing his Captain Obvious hat, though? Uh, yeah, and I was a little disappointed because, honestly, I thought he looked really good in it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> it was a great fit. He's kind of a big, beefy dude. I yeah. just found out last night he's a uh, stevedore. Okay. Longshoreman. Oh. Um, and uh, which is a pretty cool job. Sure. Very cool job. And uh, you know, he's but he's like a he's like a big giant burly dude mm-hmm. you know, with kind of a big beard. Mm-hmm. And uh I found out also he's Cuban. Him okay. and Ricky Carmona were talking about Cuban guy stuff. <laughs> sure. And uh he just look it just looked natural for him to be wearing a captain hat. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sort of the way it would look like you could put any hat on Orson Welles. Oh, yeah. You sure. know, like even yeah. like one of those German hiking hats. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The green ones sure. with a little feather <laughs> and the pins in it. Mm-hmm. Like any hat would look cool on Orson Welles because he's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll kick your ass or whatever. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. what. It, yeah. He looked great in the captain's hat. Pull that hat off. Yeah. I wish I looked good in the captain's hat. I don't think I could pull it off. Yeah. Me too. I don't think I could do it. I barely, yeah. barely pull off a baseball hat. Yeah. Well. Some, that's your lot in life, I sure. guess. Cross the bear. Yeah. You should become a beefy Cuban man. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Just start eating plantains. Dreams can come true. Pump sure. an iron. I believe in you, guys. Start unloading freight. I'm starting to roll in f- cigars. Starting to feel like no lesbian has ever had a sex dream about me. That's not true. Well, if there had been one, don't you think we would have heard about it? It's true. I mean, maybe we would have. That's true. Be a lesbian called in that Jordan and did this extreme about him? Don't yeah, you hey. had Jake that other one was that girl yeah. had the sex dream about you. She told it to her boyfriend they used who then orgasmed her three times. Yeah, they you, used come it on, to don't. have good sex. Just, just, just be thankful for what you've got. Your sex dreams powered 
other sex. Thanks, William Devon. <laughs> Is that his name? I think I got that right. Yeah. Well, at least I still have that diamond in the back and the sunroof top. <laughs> Trying to gangster lean. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, look, it's been a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you the weekend of my birthday. Oh, yeah. April 25th and 26th in Portland and Seattle. And That's be uh, great. Monday the 28th, if I'm getting those dates right, in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia at Simon Fraser University. We'll get those mm-hmm. up soon, but in the meantime, put them on your calendarios. Mm-hmm. Um, special thanks this week. We should do a, a meetup after the Seattle show at that uh, circus bar that we did the Seattle meetup at that one time. Wait, we had a Seattle meetup at a circus Oh, maybe bar? I just did that. <laughs> I just Okay, that was just me. I went out there. You just went to a circus bar. I just uh-huh. went to a circus bar. This uh-huh. was back when you were in the circus. And I fucked a clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to go back. Yeah, I want to yeah. see if that clown's still yeah, there. Yeah, get that clown <laughs> in the mix. I forget what it's called. There was a circus bar. It was really fun. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I'm down for that. Yep. Yeah, sounds oh, good. Oh, how, was your, how was your Florida meetup? Your Miami meetup? Uh, I would call it lightly attended. A lot uh-huh. of fun. Okay. A lot yeah, of fun. Well, we had we a nice for- time. We forgot to plug it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we told the wrong time. Told, there's a lot wrong with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it turned out the place that we announced that it was going to be at uh, was out of business. Yeah. Oh. So it was a lot of problems. Three strikes, but some people still some people showed up, still showed still up to hang out. Die hard. The fact hang that out. half a dozen or so people showed Absolutely. up to that—that's great. Still huge pretty success. Solid huge success. Huge three success. horrible yeah. yep. strikes. Colin Marshall on the boards this week. Colin, you you have your is your uh, uh, notes on cities and culture still? Notebook. Notebook on cities and culture is Colin Marshall's podcast. It's an excellent podcast. I've been on it. Jordan's been on it. Uh, lots of uh, eminence grise. <laughs> have been on it, um, and non grise you know, just regular eminence. Mm-hmm. My French is not strong. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> um, but it's a wonderful program. We're very grateful to Colin Marshall for running the board so Brian mm-hmm. Fernandez could be here in the yeah. studio. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was uh, truly a dream come true. This is a real deal. But Brian, I don't the, know if you're too, right. I don't know. Are if... you a lesbian? <laughs> no, no, no. I, well, <laughs> in another life. Brian, um, maybe you're, I don't know if you're, just forgetting, or if you're too polite, I want to suggest that if people are in the LA area, they should go see your sketch group, Brute Squad. Oh yeah, Brute Squad. Very funny. Uh, thank you for uh, yeah yeah uh, sketch group called Brute Squad. We uh, perform at IO West every third Sunday of the month, and we're online. We have sketches online and stuff like that. Funnier Die slash Brute Squad. Can I tell you something? I am generally against an allusion to something in the name of a comedy group. Yeah, Jordan for a while was in his comedy group called Marvin Barry. <laughs> I wasn't nuts about it. <laughs> no, I I didn't pick that name. I wasn't I, nuts about it. I either. remember that's why I felt comfortable saying it. It was a very <laughs> it was a very funny group. Yeah. Great people. Yeah. I think yeah. we did good work. Yeah, yes. a lot of very funny people yeah. in that group. Terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I've said that to them. I've said that to their faces. Sure. But I I will say this. Uh, while Brute Squad is a cultural illusion, yeah. it's a, a thing from the Princess Bride. Yeah. Not only is the Princess Bride a great thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, only a only a real doof would think the Princess Bride wasn't great. <laughs> Which I was. But you're not anymore. Now you're cultured and urbane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but it has a really nice ring to it. It's got a great, <laughs> yeah. They have a little intro video. It mm-hmm. feels really solid. It's got yeah. a nice, solid feel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there Great you go. sketch group, funny, high-energy sketches. The shows run a little long sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Comes, we get going. You mm-hmm. can come see them in Los Angeles, uh, at the, often at the I.O. West. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Elsewhere from time to time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And funnierdie.com slash Brute Squad. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Brian Fernandez. Brian, great news. Yeah. You're hired. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Go. <laughs> 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.